Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Slam your body down and wind it all around, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Manchester United picked up from where they left off and Alexander Mitrovic is on the march. It's Monday, 8th of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm the Hunter-Raja. Good to have you with us, everybody. What a magnificent Monday. The Premier League is back in full flow, gentlemen. Before we get to that goodness, an exciting announcement from us. As a part of all the brand new benefits we're offering up over on the Ramble Patreon for just a small payment per month, we are hosting a watch-along of Chelsea versus Liverpool on the 18th of September. So if you're a friend of the Ramble subscriber... You'll be exclusively invited to come join us in a pub in London, the capital city, no less, to enjoy the game and chat with fellow listeners too. You can come and join us by paying just $10 per month. Or if you sign up before August the 31st for an annual membership, you'll get 15% off. If you don't live in London or that's not your thing, then there's loads more things that'll be up your straza and some are available for just $5 a month. Get over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble for more information. Very excited. Vish, are you going to be there? Can you exclusively announce yourself like it's a big festival? Are you are you on the lineup for the 18th? Yeah, you know, why wouldn't I go to the, the wedding of my enemies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Despite it not being a gastro pub, I assume Vish is going to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I'll Gentle- bring my own parallel. Please do. Please yeah. do. Gentlemen, to the Premier League. It's back, baby. It is back. Well, I, I'm, I'm assuming that we're going to start with the Premier League because before we actually officially uh, uh, break that uh, Premier League glass, um, Luke Moore, your highlight of the weekend. My highlight of the weekend has to be related to the Manchester United game. 
which I know we're going to cover in more detail we as might we move do. through the show. We might I do. imagine we will. Yeah. Um, this is a podcast equivalent of let him know you're there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting there early. First one's free. Um, right. I just, I mean, I've got no particular beat of Manchester United. Uh, you have. You remember the 90s and the noughties. Yeah, but I enjoyed them in the 90s. I was well, a Portsmouth fan. There's the only chance you got to watch good football. True enough. Um, I just love the idea <laughs> that Manchester United turn out on Sunday and do what they did. Right, okay. And we all saw it and yep. we'll get into it. What there's an amazing bit of timing feature on the Guardian website that if you haven't had a chance to read the Guardian football website, perhaps before the game, if you may not, may not have found you looking at the team news, yeah, yeah. you looking at you know look at the oh, pre-match interviews, you're getting up for it, new, new season, side. yeah, exactly, yeah. New, couple of new signings there, meet, new manager. The, meet the new boss, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, Shall Jay- I go? <laughs> Jamie Jackson published an article which was right there at the top of the football page for you to yeah. watch, just next to uh, the post-match. Analysis: the, the the match report mm. on the Guardian website just said, "May United looking to pay ten million pound for Marco Anelovic." <laughs> and you think, and then you look and you think they've spent a billion quid over the last ten years, and, and we've already had to boo him off at half time on the first yeah. day, and then and now this, yeah. what's this? He's got thirteen goals for thirteenth place Bologna last yeah. season. Well, it's just what we need. It's, it Odi, it's Odi Nagalo all over oh, again. It is, it and that is. to me has to be like you've got there's some element of it, even yep. if it's subconscious. Yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. if you're leaking that story out to Joe. On this yeah. on Sunday yeah, yeah, yeah. at Maynard, you've yeah. got to be taking the piss to well, an extent. I, t- I tell you what, they're basically saying, who's, who's now come back from China? Who have had their fill of China? They'll be after Yakubu in a minute. Now you're talking. Yeah, he, so he's, also, he's, he's, he's 33 years old. You would have <laughs> Vish, Vish, it's Luke's highlight. You can't comment on it. No, but, but I, I kind of. Play, play for Shanghai for a couple of years. <laughs> he's refreshed, ready to go. <laughs> He'll press from the He's front. He's well-rounded. He yeah. nailed him up front, big man yeah. and yeah. muscly man. It's, it's just, it's just shit it, man, shitter man. Just can imagine like that. I'm just going. Yeah, I'll play for him. Like, I'll, I'll play for him. Yeah. How much are they going to pay me? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's an increase. So on Monday morning. So he's known to be a good guy around the dressing room. Yeah, famously. Well, <laughs> well, on that, on that, a 33-year-old <laughs> Belen is the answer to their problems. That's their answer. New, uh, new era. Yeah, okay. I'll do, I'll do that. Fish, I'm 36. Yeah. Your, but, um, your highlight of the weekend. So. Well, the, I, I just want to like touch on Luke's thing because Monday morning, I you know, switched on my phone. New day, new week. Thought, you know, coming into the Ramble Studio. Mm. It's a lovely day as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really nice, yeah. Um, something to lift my spirits. Switched on the phone. Um, as well as on Asavich, Adrian Rabio linked yeah. to... Look, we're, um, we're going to talk about Man United in a minute. So it's, we have, it's, you fill your boots It's open here. season. Yeah. It has been for such a long time. But now. I want to hear Vish's highlight before we get uh, stuck into them. I, my highlight um, of a, quite a dire weekend, where mm. I actually enjoyed myself outside of oh. you know 90 minutes at 2pm mm. uh, on Sunday, uh, was the Salisu own goal because... Oh, very good. <laughs> because it is so rare to yeah. watch a Premier League footballer right now, given... You know the the level of expertise, the technical ability, just the general level of fitness beyond yeah. football. So rare to see a Premier League footballer now and think, I definitely could have done better than that. If that happens in any uh, amateur or grassroots pitch anywhere in the country, people would be like. Pfft. But you know. we cannot, you cannot stress that enough. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that's something people do sometimes say. Yes. for effect. In this case, it is literally true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's had so much time to think <laughs> about that. There's no one around him. Yeah. There's no one around him. You, it's not even, you could put it out for a throw in yeah. or a yeah. corner. Or, or keep it in play. Or, yeah. or you've got all three options. Or, yeah. or you could have not touched it. It generally would have been better if he wasn't there. Yeah. It wouldn't have gone anywhere if he didn't touch no. it. No. Exactly. It's absurd. And it uh, was um, just a, a nice reminder that they are 
you know, they are humans and they are sometimes I mean, as stupid as we are. Obviously, I was at the Fulham game and we'll come on to that. And there was a time when Fulham were playing so well and I looked at my phone and I saw Southampton they got a goal up and I thought, what even is going on? <laughs> So I have to say, Arsenal have won. Yeah, I absolutely needed that more than I could ever tell you. I bet. I bet. Well, obviously, my heart was uh, Mitrovic, um, you know, one yeah. step forward towards the golden boot. Two, um, two steps forward. Well, if you like, if yeah. you like. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but he's level with Haaland. Uh, which, uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. We'll see how long he can, uh, Haaland can keep up with it. Um, <laughs> right, gentlemen, let, let, let's get down to it. Uh, Manchester United won Brighton two. Uh, Manchester United were booed off. At half-time and full-time. <laughs> Both halves. <laughs> nice uh, to maintain these traditions, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, was it a game of two halves? According to those fans, no, it was pretty much all the same. Uh, Brighton, their first ever victory at Old Trafford. Big win for those Brighton fans. Of course, Jules is our resident Brighton fan. Uh, Jules, got, you got in touch, Sharpish, Sh- the game? Uh, let's see what Jules has been saying. Ah, uh, vishy, vishy, why, vishy. Why? I can't <laughs> believe you thought you'd get away with not hearing from me today. I bet you were thinking, new season for Man United, new manager. We're not going to lose to Brighton again like we did last time. We played them at the Amex, losing 4 0. Keep your headphones on. I mean, I'm pretty impressed you turned up to Ramble today, losing on aggregate in your last two games against teams like Brighton by six <laughs> goals to one. Ah, oh, oh, Vish. You've missed me, haven't you? <laughs> Oh, there was a stage after the game uh, where I thought, you know what I need to do? I just need to watch some TV. Mm. And I thought, you know what? She's on so many different channels <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. There is a risk. Uh, she yeah. popped up a CSI. We just watching Scott Lundy. <laughs> Fuck off! Rerun You're the- not even a superhero. Why are you in the boys? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got a message from in my family WhatsApp group this morning mm. from my brother as oh, my yeah. parents, who I haven't seen in a couple of months, trying to organise a dinner. I replied, giving him my, my dates when I, was free, when I was free. And my brother replied saying, is Jules on the show today? <laughs> Your brother's a Newcastle fan, right? He so is, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's also yeah. a twat. But, yeah. but, so, so you know, you know, you know when, um, you know when um, ten, ten, if Ten Hag gets a little bit upset on his yeah. first game of the fans booing yeah. at half-time, <laughs> not half-time, at full-time, do you think he really needs to understand mm. that that kind of thing is really just part of the fabric of the club that he needs to buy into it? Yeah, Because his traditions are important. Well, he doesn't know the club, does he? No, <laughs> he, he bloody yeah. well does now. But I'll tell you something about Ten Hag. To me... Is that Ten Hag? He had the look of a man who who didn't like, like someone in disguise. Like he wasn't really in charge. He, his get-up was strange. I wasn't a big fan. He, of he comes across as quite passive, doesn't he? Very passive. But if you look at him, apparently the, he's not on the training <clears> ground. Apparently <throat> he's, not, he's very it, very aggressive. He looked quite bemused the whole time. Even in the sort of the pre and post-match interviews, I thought to myself. There's, it, it's Guy Goma like like out there <laughs> like and like, just, to get a what a disguise you know yeah. because like th- this is this can't be the guy. Well, he um in his <clears throat> press um briefings the previous week, so in the in the you know in the week leading up to this game with Brighton, he was pretty punchy. Bear in mind, like mm. a lot of the conversation That's was, what I mean. so was on, around uh you know Cristiano Ronaldo. So who was it on Sunday? Who'd, who'd done a body swap with him? The, the, well, it was, it was the same bloke, wasn't it? I think it's someone who realised... I, I think he's only realised in the last two weeks with the Ronaldo stuff mm. how much of a basket case. Not necessarily, like... Not, not, well, the club is full stop, but not necessarily... I think it's hard to see that when he's so focused on, mm. I, I suppose, the, the squad and the tactics and, and kind of the coaching bubble that he has around him. And I think that was the first time where he's been taken outside of that bubble and almost held mm. up and be like, look, yeah. <laughs> look at this. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, evidently he's not 
as involved with transfers because you know Luke mentioned Ardantovic at the top of the show yeah. he just can't be because of that <laughs> well, well he has played for him under Twente right well exactly yeah but but oh, it feel, sorry that was quite some time ago. yeah yeah it was like 12 years ago or something like yeah. that but there was um if, if you look at it like Ardantovic will be like the sixth stopgap striker that United mm-hmm. have signed it's root and branch stuff it really yeah. is I mean we were talking about this outside and, I, and yeah. I thought Vish would push back on me a little bit on this point and he didn't and maybe he will now because he's a show off but um <laughs> I said that to me, it's the club is now feeling like it's a completely infected, like Arsenal was in those dark days, yeah. where the whole thing, it's not, a, it's actually just not about a figurehead, and and I think what we saw were, and maybe it's easy to paint these pictures because they lost the game, and it, you know you can lose a game, Brighton are a good team and they deserve credit and all the rest of it. But if it just looked a bit rabbit in the headlights. It looked a bit like the size of the job I've got mm. on here. That's what I mean. It's absolutely huge. Yeah. And if you look at the Ronaldo thing, as you've mentioned, that's not ideal. The Martial thing's not ideal, who's looked absolutely mm. brilliant pre um preseason. He gets an injury late mm-hmm. on and can't play. So he experiments a little bit with Ericsson in a false nine. Doesn't really work. They looked okay in patches, but you could easily say the same thing about Sancho, who everyone's been raving about in preseason. Absolutely anonymous again. Like, literally anonymous. Yeah. Like he gets dragged off. I know there's a lot of subs this season, but he gets dragged off. Rashford's critics are there again from, from last season. He such a big he, chance he, he can't was, score. Yeah. He had an yeah. awful game yesterday, mm. yeah. That chance he has to score. Yeah. I mean, the, the Man United's built on that kind of stuff. You have to... That kind of goal would have been such a typical Man United mm. goal. And if that had gone in, you go, right, now they're up and running. Yeah. Um, the... <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of the same old issues. And to be honest, I didn't think they'd be sorted by this game, even though I think Ten Hag has to take some responsibility here, given that he had a full preseason. Not only that, he joined, the, he literally joined the club early. Mm. You know, he missed out on Ajax's tour away to, I can't remember where it was, but he had that end of season tour where he you know, parked that and mm. moved over, you know, with a view to, you know, correcting some of the technical flaws within the side, yeah. which had been there from the start. And he's had a lot of time to work on that. Um, and the other thing I would say about it is United have always, you know, the most damning thing about that was United were as easy to play through as I they were. Unbelievably shit without the ball. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible they for are. opening day. Yeah. But, uh, but I should, yeah. I, I would also say that worst teams than Brighton have done that to United. And mm-hmm. I say that because Brighton are one of the best teams at doing that. Mm-hmm. If you've got like, if you're slightly out of position, I think the first goal was a great example of that. Like mm-hmm. it actually... You know, we can talk about Ericsson not not tracking Casado or not even attempting to take him down, for instance. But they were so swift, and everyone made correct decisions. But that's what the Premier League is now, Vish. Yeah, that you're not going to find really more than one or two teams who are because they're probably because they'll be overwhelmed by going to Old Trafford. Yeah. Other than that, every single team yeah will plays in that way pretty much, and they also smell blood. Because yeah. they go, this is this, this is this team. But it's the like... influence of the likes of Klopp and Guardiola, perhaps the latter more so. I, I would I would also say that um, you know Ericsson as a false nine it didn't work. I don't know what he was thinking. No. Um, he just didn't want to start Ronaldo. Let's be honest. Probably yeah, but the, but and the not, one, not but, should he? If yeah. the way he's behaved. But the, the one thing I will... he hasn't played in preseason. This yeah, he's yeah. only played played one half and then he left. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was hoping to do this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you I want to play the first half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the the one thing I will say is the um, the dichotomy between United up front and Welbeck, who I think, oh man, I think that was the like even oh, given lovely all lovely to see that guy g- Welbeck, given, given all United's issues anyway, yeah. I don't think I've seen a performance like that from Welbeck in a long, long time. Resigning right down from you, you joke. I do honestly. more than I'm out of it. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I, we can start from the fact that he lasted into the 95th minute. Yeah. His movement was incredible. His touch was, it was such a shame that the header, it kind of was a bit of a 50p head. Yeah. It would have been oh, amazing. Can I, can, I, I, can, I, can I diverge a little bit and just say that he was brilliant. He was deservedly man of the match. Yeah. He ran himself into the ground. It was a Mikel Antonio esque performance. Absolutely. Uh, but he's got, he's, he's got a better touch than Mikel. Fine, but he's got no quality at Welbeck. He's got, he's not well, in any, terms of scoring, he goals. hasn't got any like proper quality. Well, bet I've never seen someone do, can make such a contribution and also never once looking like he's going to score. Well, I, I, I think that's a touch. Arch. He's I know, not going to score, is he? No, I get. He can I still think, be there now and not score. I think the I think the thing about Welbeck that um, kind of lends itself to that opinion is that he's not a great technical striker with the ball. When he when he shoots, mm. he doesn't have that same kind of. I don't know. Let's, let's see Haaland, for example. You know, Haaland's second goal, obviously we're going to talk about him in a bit. That's a, that's a proper striker's finish. Welbeck doesn't actually do that. He's, he's never he's, had that. He's never had yeah. that. Um, 16 goals for England, lads. Yeah, yeah very fair. good. Um, and the, the other thing... i a list of the team's arrows again. <laughs> well, I can't remember a single one of them. No, you can. We were Sweden. there in the stadium in Sweden. In oh, in Sweden in the Euros. Have a bit, and that was very much uh, top quality. But, but he's, his performance, I think, um, was the standout for me. Obviously... Pascal Gross gets a couple say, of goals yeah. as well. But that's, but that's a tradition, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Basically just came in and cashed his cheque and left again. Yeah. <laughs> but the, um, bear in mind that... He didn't Brighton... even celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Get on with a game. Yeah. <laughs> bear in mind that Brighton were there without Basuma, Cucurella yeah. and still put on that performance. Yeah, I lost, think but arguably are two best players. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, think, I, I think they're brilliant. And for, all, um, for all United's flaws, I think Brighton mm-hmm. leave that game thinking they definitely should have scored more because that should have been a penalty yeah. oh, on Welbeck. Oh, and also, United got off very lightly because I think McTominay should have gone for that on Casado. That was a disgraceful challenge. Well, I, I think the commentators said it rightly that because of the way Casado kind of went in, it probably yeah. just about saved. And I, like, genuinely, like I had one eye on the game because I was I was covering some cricket at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I watched the highlights and read through everything. And I remember, th- uh, you know, my last thought last night before I rested my head <laughs> was, um, I think United got away with that. Yeah, yeah it could have been worse for them. Much yeah. worse. Well, really could have. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some might have said before the game that will Ten Hag have a very haunted look in his eye and uh, will he snap that, <laughs> snap your hand off for a 2-0 uh, loss but uh, Manchester United they, they did only manage to lose 2-1 so that's the main thing Ronaldo did come on didn't do much so, did you see so Pascal Gross's celebration after the first goal you know, say so he didn't celebrate yeah yeah. I actually lip read him saying oh, pipe down I'm looking to get a couple here business as usual yeah I'm looking yeah. to get at least a couple here go and get the ball go yeah. and get the ball yeah. Yeah. But, I mean the, yeah, the, the way Brighton set up I mean it's it, that is so exciting for Brighton fans with the way Potter is I mean I, I don't know why I'm thinking of this Brighton fans go, oh shut up but like do you remember when, when they were booed at uh, yeah. At, yeah. at the Amex you know it wasn't that long ago I'd like to hear more from those people now yeah uh, presumably they were booing's all about is what it's all about well it, it helps the team there, were, there, it helps there was a booing we said they, they, you, know, booing. You, only, you only boo if you, if you know the club yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, Is that Eric, why Cristiano Ronaldo was booing? Yeah. Eric, Eric Ten Hag looks... They're saying Bunaldo. <laughs> Eric Ten Hag looks like latter season stage Walter White slash Heisenberg. Oh, but yeah. acts like first season Walter yeah, White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and there like, lies the problem. The, he was on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um, but can I bring in uh, a tweet from uh, Peter Blow? Old Blowy has said, uh, should Manchester United sack the manager when he reaches zero? 
he's going to be Eric Ninehag this season. So he's got nine nine defeats to go before he loses his job. Yeah. Pretty sounds about right to me. You make it sound like he's like a radioactive entity, like he's got a half life. Yeah, they all come. Uh, if those if those defeats all come in August and September. I think he might well lose his job. I mean, I think old uh, Peter Blow there. Yes, if he was to lose nine more games, yes, especially in a row. Uh, well, he won't. He won't get to nine. Brentford away next. Yeah, and, and now, and it's funny, isn't it? Because and maybe Manchester United fans listening listen to this will be like, "No, nah, no, nah, you know what you're talking about." And they'd be probably good home correct. support, though. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks to me now like every game looks tricky. To oh, them. mate, and that's a not a not a habit you want to be. In. But it, yeah. but it, it was always it was always going to be like that at this stage. I think, especially with the new manager, so. It was always going to be like that. It wasn't always. Hands are tied. Yeah, it no. was. It was. Look, look, you can't. Their you can't. hands are tied. No, no, no. It's always going to be but, like this. But, but what no, can Jaden Sancho do? It to can't do get any better. What can, <laughs> what can 1.3 billion pounds yeah, of a transfer I don't do? Know. Nothing. It can't get any better Nothing. than this. Yeah. Get David Moyes back. He's living his best life. Yeah. Fact, no, don't, David. For, what, Not now. Yeah. Um, it's fair to say that Manchester United have, have long bemoaned the gaping gap between them and their local rivals, Manchester City. <laughs> Has Eric Haaland widened that gap to Grand Canyon proportions now? Yeah. Well, we've got to see what Arnazovic is made of. <laughs> has, has Erling Haaland, right, has he picked up the whole continent and just dragged it to the other side of the earth and left Man United where they were? I'm going to say yes. Honestly, when, it's ridiculous. When, yeah. uh, when Roy Keane was waxing lyrical about Erling Haaland, yeah. you know all I could think of? I am Reek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, what have you, what have you Game done? Game of Thrones, mate. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You leave this one to me. Yeah, yeah. Carry on, Vic. <laughs> it's either Love Island or Game of Thrones. Have, you, have, a, bit, yeah, have a bit of your water. I will Sorry. do. It's, yeah, it was... Uh, before, before we leave from United, I, I mentioned it before about Rabiot getting, you know, being yeah. new to United. You excited about Is he the man to come in? Well, I, I'm going to go back to this tweet from at Darren Ravel, which was, qu- which was tweeted and quickly deleted after Trump's... Um, oh, you know, victory as uh, US president, well, in the, in the presidential elections. Yeah. Uh, and it simply says, I feel bad for our country, but this is tremendous content. And that's all <laughs> I could think of from well, no, Rabio and Arnautovic <laughs> in the same that, dressing you, you, room. You're saying that, but I mean, he's come from an environment at PSG where he's probably going to inject a much needed professionalism into the team. You'd hope so. Yeah. You'd hope so. <laughs> Bring well, your mum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, dearie me. Uh, but yes, Manchester City obviously won 2 0 away to West Ham United. Uh, Haaland got both goals, predictably. Um, I mean, it's just. He's terrifying. He's yeah. absolutely terrifying. And he's got such an aura about him that you can see the way the Man City players react to him. And the way Kevin, like Kevin De Bruyne, who's the main man at Manchester City, yeah. I know there's a number of great players, the way he kind of, it was almost like he doffs the cap and sort of little kind of... They both oh, yeah. got subbed off together, right? I think so. And, they were, and you could, he did look quite deferential to him. But him. he did. And and honestly, Haaland, whoever... And, and there's, there's one or two people saying, who said Haaland's not going to be, you know, a, a, make a splash in the Premier League? Who said this is there? People... They line up a bit like with Guardiola when, when you know, it didn't quite work out in the first season as the way he people want him to fail. People want him to fail. Yeah. Haaland's not going to fail. He's going to be great. He already is. It's this is going to be massive. It really I, is. I think there's some people who, speaking of that coverage, there's some people who said what they said after the Community Shield mm. and wrote what they wrote. We should probably print out those columns, yep. tear them up, mm-hmm. set fire to them, and chuck them in the bin. But I mean, some people get um, stuff wrong and they can change their opinions on. Yeah. But there was one or two pieces which were a bit like, "Come on, just come on." Yeah. I, I, all I can say about um, Harlan generally and his 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 Premier League debut yesterday is that I I have never seen. Mm. Um, a player with that 
kind of amount of composite skills yeah. in one player. So it's so so it's, the, it's it's original Ronaldo stuff. You've ne- you've never I've never yeah. So the closest it would be in terms. I'm not saying he's as good as these players, and I'm not saying he'll go on to be as good as these players. I think he will. He may well, and if he stays injury free, and and you know, there's a good chance he probably will. Mm. Um, but and it obviously involves a lot of mental application as well, which you know, given that he's grown up in a completely professional football environment his whole life, he'd imagine he'd have that. Yeah. You're looking at Henri and you're looking at Ronaldo, yep. the original Ronaldo, yep, yep. because and, and even there, and I'm not, I'm not saying that, obviously, I'm not saying he's better than the original Ronaldo, but Ronaldo's the only player I can think of with that frame mm. with and that acceleration. Yeah, I remember normally when you, you think of a player that quick, yes. they're smaller. Totally. I remember you once described Ronaldo in his pomp, Brazilian Ronaldo, when you know him running at you is like a, a herd of elephants yeah, running yeah. down on you. Like it's yeah. terrifying. And and honestly, but he's a total iron fish in the velvet. Oh my Ronaldo. goodness! Yeah, and, and Harlan's the same. Like this is this is different level stuff. He is one of those kind of once in a generational talents. He's going to he probably get the golden boot this season. Do you know what I mean? He it's it, it, he's enormous player in in all senses of the word. People will be rightly terrified of him. You know, defensive d- d- defenses. It will be the case of how do you stop him? Mm. And you, you've got to cut off the supply. Well, that means you've got to do a job on De Bruyne. <laughs> Honestly, it is frighteningly good. And his resting, terrifying bastard face as well just goes <laughs> with the whole picture. What, what do you make of him, Vish? I think he's... I rate him. The... <laughs> ah, he's all right. Yeah. Early days, early days. His dad's soft. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that His dad's quite beefy now. Yeah, he looks, yeah. He looks huge. Yeah. Now. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I think like, Harlan have you got any of that spare yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he would be the type of dad who would have to call his son by his surname oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely but the um, it, it, whatever I've watched him uh, and especially so on Sunday it, lo- it, it looks like he's always running downhill mm. yes oh, yeah. that's a good way it's of putting a, it's it a, it's a great quality to have and I also think West Ham have been one of the most well structured teams over the yeah. last two seasons yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could see what Harland gives to Man City mm-hmm. in that second goal where the space between De Bruyne breaking out mm-hmm. just inside his own half and where the back line were yeah. was huge yeah. and Harland still got totally. you know sprung him out on him a brilliant run inside mm-hmm. um, I can't remember who it was and a great finish and it feels like he just gives them a different dimension and bear in mind how teams approach City mm. He's almost created more space for them yeah. in an area where they have their best players, where or, or you know the, their current best player in Kevin De Bruyne, mm-hmm. and who knows if he's still there. But you know someone like Bernardo Silva as well. They're going to thrive with him. Well, this is the thing they haven't had a player like that for yeah. a while. Obviously, you're great because that player hasn't existed really. Has well, it? And, and the funny thing is that they've not needed him to exist because yeah. they've still won the league. They've still uh, you know played great stuff without having that sort of classic kind of striker figurehead. Now they have him and you think, well, how will they, they structure it? Blah, blah, blah. With someone like Haaland, it's a bit like um, Cristiano Ronaldo you, in his pomp. You just drop him in there because you, you don't have to, oh, well, will we have numbers coming back? No, he's that terrifying. He's that much of a presence. It will work. Like, of course it, it will, yeah. It, it, how, many, no... how many players can you think of? When you think of big signings, you know, think of like, say if, say if Harry Kane went to Real Madrid, you'd think to yourself, that, that'll, that'll surely work. But, you, but there's always a case where he hasn't played in that country. He's never been there. There's also the with uh, Harland, it's like it will work wherever yeah. he goes. It will be bri- he will be brilliant. Yeah. And there's very very few players that you can put all the all the money in the world on that. Yeah, well, he's um he's got that quality where he has a gargantuan ego, mm-hmm. but it doesn't impinge on his work rate. No, he's always running. He's always moving. He yeah, always yeah, wants yeah. the ball. That mm. point where. De Bruyne puts that cross to the back post in the first half, I think, 
and he um, skids, sorry, in the second half, and he skids along the ground yeah. and, you know, <clears throat> Gundogan was behind and probably has a better shot. But that was the only time I've watched a game at the London Stadium. I thought, it's a good thing those fans are far away. <laughs> because he's got so much momentum. If they you were could in, take out the whole front row. If they were in an orthodox position, he would have taken out a few rows. Yeah. Just go <laughs> through it. Just go yeah. through the whole stadium. <laughs> end up in Newham. Like, where, where, where am I, I here? I, I, just felt, I just felt like, I just felt like there's no, there's no weakness in this game. No. So that you, I've seen him, I've seen him play live and, and there's no, there's no, Nothing he does where you think, oh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, you know, he's, he, he affects the whole pitch yeah, all the time, yeah. and 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 his movement is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. And then the two goals, the run he makes. I mean, it's if you make that run mm. and you've got players like De Bruyne in the team, yeah, oh, it's, it's a lovely old it's, job. It's it's it's, it's unplayable, yeah, really. It's a totally. And yeah. then and you look at the penalty he wins. Yeah, watch that back. I'm not going to say he's got no right to get there first, mm. but I can see what Ariola thought. Maybe yeah. even subconsciously, yeah. he's quite a big guy. It'll mm. take a while to get up to speed. He got there way ahead of him, like way ahead of him. Indeed. And Indeed. and when he gets up to full speed, he is unstoppable. His acceleration is unstoppable. He can finish. He can head it. He can hold it up. There's no there's, it, other than the fact that Harry Kane's probably the best striker in the league at dropping deep and linking up play. Mm. And still, as we sit here now, there's nothing that any top forward player does in the Premier League that he can't do. You can say in the world, you can and, and that, and, and it'll maybe do it in a different way. He'll maybe take on a player in a different way than say a Salah will. Yeah, but he can still do that, yep. and if, and the end result will be the same. Mm. And we're only a, one game into the Premier League yeah. season. Uh, it's 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 astonishing I, honestly, what he could go on to achieve. Yeah, drink drink it in because these kind of talents, as I say, I know yeah. we've had Ronaldo and Messi, blah 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 blah. But it, it, he is that he is that good. Well, until Arnautovic comes back, I'm well, sure true enough. One true enough. Show, I mean, yeah. what, what a move! What a yeah. counter move that yeah. is. Yeah. But uh, or could <laughs> your, be. Or your move, City. Or could be because yeah. at the time of recording, the bid was rejected. Um, we should. <laughs> they say. rejected it. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. you know. um, but and, uh, why do I? Why am I complaining? I don't want him. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Harland. Uh, you know, going on the post-match interview, couldn't give two shits. Yeah, uh, or he did uh, in front of. Jeff oh, yeah, I, I, why is Jeffrey Shreve still doing that? <laughs> That's what I thought. I just it's, thought, Jeff, what are you doing? It's a good it's a good place to go to a break. Yeah. All right. See you in a moment, everybody. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Time to pick the, the head up. Why doesn't he come on over? Ooh. Valerie. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry, guys. <laughs> There we are, Alan Shearer there, who tweeted, uh, two down, 258 to go after the match, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is quite nice. Yeah. Uh, You'll but, probably get them by November. Uh, I <laughs> um, Just going to look up when they play us. <laughs> yeah. um, tomorrow, everybody, we are bringing you the very first episode of The Drop-In with Kate Mason. It's a brand new interview series where Kate meets some of the game's most fascinating characters to understand what makes them tick and understand some of the lessons they've learned from their careers at the top of the game. Tomorrow, you'll hear her interview with Wales legend, how Robson Carnu. Yeah, nice. If you want to know how to do a Cruyff turn under pressure, yeah. he's your man. Uh, give it a listen. It'll be the uh, it'll be out first thing in the morning. Um, Kate's also chatting to Liverpool assistant manager Pep Linders uh, and Spurs legend Glenn Hoddle in the coming weeks. Lovely stuff. Come on. Yeah. Um, so please send us your questions uh, for the pair of them on Twitter at football. Ramble. Um, this season's first episode of At the Match is also out on Wednesday. It's uh, it's only Hibs versus the Gorgie Boys. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> you, you must have as much abuse as you could for that. Uh, but because points, what happened, you couldn't quite get it over the line. Two points dropped. Uh, yeah. Hearts player Alice Cochran was uh, pictured uh, being pelted with chips when he was on the sideline. One listener was asking whether that was Andy's handiwork. Well, Andy, I can imagine on one hand it could be because Andy's, Andy's a very, not, he's a very healthy eating man. He's not yeah. eating. So if he was given chips, he would oh, have thrown them away. I see what you mean. On the other hand, he's unlikely to be very, any, very close to chips, really. <laughs> if it was a green tea bag... <laughs> him in the head yeah. and yeah, then the headline was European football expert teabags hearts player <laughs> I could definitely see that being the case but other than that I don't yeah. think so if you've seen Andy close to chips let us know <laughs> yeah because uh, he'd be the first dear. person who has Absolutely. email in if you've been teabagged by Andy yeah, <laughs> don't say that nah, you'll get the inbox that's about, there's only so much there's only so many gigs we've got yeah. uh, right everybody back to the Premier League Fulham 2 Liverpool 2 come on that's more like it isn't it Luke Moore yeah who saw this coming? <laughs> I, I, I really don't know. I yeah. predict there's going to be a very oh, haunted no. look mm. accompanied by a thousand-yard stare mm. on the face of one Marco Silva. Did you mean Ten Hag? Yeah, I just got the manager mixed up. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't going to be a thing, is it? Where you play us things that we've said in the yeah. past? I, I don't the know. The whole point of doing the show is we'd leave it behind. <laughs> Marco Silva, he walked in the studio now and sat in that spare chair. And I said to him, Marco, you can shake hands for a 2-0 Liverpool defeat. Tomorrow, yeah. I think he'd, I think he'd snap your hand off. Mm, snap your hand off. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like snapping my own hands off. Because <laughs> I was at the game, I was at the game, so uh, it wasn't ideal. Yeah, I remember sitting there thinking, "Oh, Fulham started well." I say five minutes in, <laughs> they won't keep this up. I see. I was saying it to my wife. I said, "She said, oh, Fulham are good, aren't they?'" Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, but you know, 
It's yeah. only 15 minutes in. Oh, and, then, and then I was like... It's only 65 minutes in. Yeah, <laughs> I was, they were absolutely dominant. They were the better team. It's as simple as that. They were the better team. Uh-huh. I don't think... Uh, in my, my defence, mm. and I'm happy to take all this on the chin, yeah. you're about to hammer me and I get that, and I've been hammered all weekend and that's uh, fair enough. In my defence, I don't think you could say, given mm. the pre-season Fulham have had, mm-hmm. that they would have put that kind of performance in. No. But they did, and they were brilliant. No. I think they'd be relegated this oh. season. I think 12 is rich. He's, what's his oh. record? 11 in the Premier League? I like that bit. <laughs> I forgot about that bit as well. <laughs> this should be Patreon content Why watching me squirm. <laughs> should we charge people for this? Tender a month. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, Andy Brassel's prediction. Um, we called up an ex as well. Play that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. There is I also think the final minute is going to be... 7-0. Salah's already got four. Yeah. Um, that's all the clips. Um, so, I mean, look. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick up for you here. I didn't see this coming either. Thank you and very I, much, I, I, was, I was definitely of a mind to think that beyond this being the start of the season yeah, where yeah. maybe Liverpool would need a tune-up, they're going to get Fulham are going to get battered. Yeah, I look, Marcus Silva, oh, a few players short. He was bluffing. We were all bluffing. <laughs> Fooled you all. I, th- I think you have to take your hat off and you and do I, I could not believe the intensity yeah. that Fulham played at well, I t- and kept up pretty much all game I think you're absolutely right and, and if you look at the, the midfield you know um, Polina looks a classy operator in there Yeah, he looks fantastic and Pereira of course former Manchester United player didn't really Pull up too many trees there, and has been well. Pereira was the there. Pereira was the player, you know, and the people have talked a lot about Mitrovic, yeah, and rightly so. Pereira was the player that, and in the stadium on the day, I was yes. most impressed with his, his work rate. He is so competitive yes. as well. He wants to fight for everything. He Absolutely. could be a huge player for them. I and, think so. and, and I think it's a real big gamble. I was chatting to someone at the club after the game, and they they I, I asked them if they thought this was the case, and they agreed with me mm. that signing Pereira and yeah. planning him in that position when Tom Kearney is so popular with the fans, yeah. Is a real gamble. Yeah, but he offered so much against Liverpool. They just couldn't deal with him. They they could in the base of midfield. They which is a mad thing to say because you've got Silver in there. Mm. Uh, sorry, uh, Thiago in there, who is incredible, but mm. looked he actually looked a bit lost. Yeah. Henderson got was getting bullied by Mitrovic, who wasn't just bullying Virgil Van Dijk. Yes, they they couldn't really deal with. It feels quite odd saying this about Liverpool, but they couldn't really deal with the work rate and the ingenuity Mm. and the positions that Mm. the Fulham attacking players were taking up. And and I thought to myself, they're going to work this out in a minute and it's all going to be fine. And of course, Liverpool did have their moments and they hit hit the bar and all the rest of it. But, you can't argue. I can't sit here and say I thought Liverpool were a better team because I thought Fulham were. But I think, but that and look, players will read the things in the media and so on. I mean, obviously. some will read more than others. They'll Some of them will listen to podcasts as well. Absolutely yeah. right, yeah. But, so, but, they, but they will think to themselves, oh yeah, Fulham, they're back up again. Now obviously, look, it's one point, we'll see how Fulham get on. But oh, Fulham are back up, well, apparently there are a few players short, oh, that, he used to play for Man United, he's a bit for Man United, blah, 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 blah. all that will go through their minds and think, right, come on lads, nice and easy start, this is, this is you know, against a newly promoted side. And, 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 and I think Fulham just thought, right, let's let them have it. And I think what the, the, the impressive thing was, was Fulham's shape, the work rate and all the rest of it because Marco Silva, he has a style of play, and it's and it, and 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 he has a plan. And in the championship, um, Peter uh, uh, Rutzler is it who, who writes for the uh, Athletic and covers Fulham. Spoke about how man, uh, Fulham were the Man City of the championship. The way the style is, because Silva's training methods, you know, similar to kind of Guardiola. And I know a number of coaches are now, but that's the, the you know will be Guardiola's legacy if it's not already. Um, and to see Fulham almost like implement quite a lot of that against Liverpool in the Premier League. 
is very exciting for Fulham fans because normally, as I say, you're used to winning every week in the Championship. You win the league, of course, by definition. And you come and you're like, all right, okay, back to the walls, lads. And that's, sometimes you're better off almost having a bit of an old school manager or something who can mm. scrap away and, and, and see what you can do. Whereas actually, to implement that plan against, against a Liverpool side who are, are full of quality and for it to work, I mean, obviously they didn't win the game, you know, but, but to give them so much trouble, I thought, flipping heck, you know, this could... this. We'll see how Fulham get on. It's early days. Never seen um, so many household name, top quality players look pretty much for the most part of the game second best in their kind of one-on-one battles, right? Yeah. In that game on Saturday. There was in, the Mitrovic header at the back post was right in front of me. Oh, yeah. And if you watched Come that, on. you couldn't quite see it from the TV angle, but from where I was sitting, you could see, um, if you watch it back in slow-mo, you might be able to see it. Mitrovic rises behind Trent. Yeah. On his way through, he just stops, just yeah. grow in his pocket and steal Absolutely. his dinner money. That did. And, and heads it in as, uh, off the back of that. It was... It was oh, the way Mitrovic... I mean, I just love it. He's like, what, you, England international Champions League winner? Not yeah. a problem. Who are you? Van Dyke, best yeah. defender in the league? Yeah, yeah, not a problem. He, he was, he was um, as close to unplayable as I've seen him play. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean I've seen Fulham quite a lot and I've watched them down at Craven Cottage quite a lot. I don't know if I've seen Mitrovic play better than that, taking into account the opposition. But I think people people have not watched Mitrovic. They've heard about the goals in the championship and they've dismissed it. 43 goals in the championship. You can't really dismiss that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It gets, it gets to a point, doesn't it? Exactly. There is a threshold where you're like, okay, he's doing something different. Exactly. But also, yeah. it's not just that. The international goals as well. And actually, if you look at the size, they've not all come against you know Luxembourg and San Marino. <laughs> but, it, but he scores goals. He is a frothing at the mouth hungry goal scorer and <laughs> and he wants to gobble it all up and, and 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 you have to give you know he has scored double figures in the Premier League before it was a few years ago now the other season Scott Parker didn't really play him you know but in the championship he's been so consistent like easily the standout striker in that league easily and as I say on the international stage he's done it just to, to see him in the Premier League of course he can do it in the Premier League yeah okay it might not be for a top 10 club I, I appreciate that but they're you know he, he will score goals and my prediction actually was he would score 12 plus and he said he will score 12 at most. 12 dead, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so That's that's the midfield that Liverpool played in the Champions League final. Well, exactly, yeah. But, but if you look at that midfield... And they weren't in it. Well, what's yeah. lovely to have Harrison Reed Fulham. in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, not yeah. even the Europa League final. Yeah. They've all gone. They've all changed, you know. But uh, do you know what I thought was naughty of Klopp? Saying there was a dry pitch. Yeah, but he always pops yeah, up I know, excuses. But no, but what was forget re- about it because they lose so, uh, so little. But do you know what was really naughty? Bringing on Elliot and Carvalho. Yeah, there's no need for that. Yeah, yeah especially that was... with Carl Valley. Like, oh, oh, I see. Is it? Yeah. You, is it that low? Are you going to? We've go? got yeah. your kids. We've got your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's literally what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, that's naughty. Very yeah. naughty, Jurgen. He did. He did say um, in his post-match um, interview that Liverpool didn't deserve anything really from that game. But yeah. they're lucky to get away with the point. Well, how, how can they deserve anything on such a dry pitch? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're yeah. going to spin it for Liverpool, you'd say they didn't lose the game. They come out of it, they showed a lot of fight. Well, they... What about Nunes? If he, is, is he going to try that flick every time the ball's crossed to him? Beauty, that was right in front of me as Cause well. Because he, he, did, he did that earlier and I think, was it the keeper saved it or it got blocked? And then he scored and I was like, I can get behind this guy. Yeah. I know he's had his critics, but if he's going to have a go at that, I, I was, he, I was, that's his move. I was, I was confused as to why he didn't start ahead of Firmino because Firmino didn't do anything. Mm. Did. I think Firmino, he's Obviously, he's been quality for Liverpool throughout his yeah, time but it's there. Coming, there's, there's, but I think yeah. we, we can agree that, you know, in terms of starting every week and so on. I think Nunes, though, maybe because of his critics, I don't know, perhaps Klopp's kind of He's got all, of, he's got all the tools, though, Nunes. He's big and strong, he's quick, yeah. he's intense with his Similar running. profile to Haaland in terms of, like, stature and... Mm. He ain't as good as Haaland. Size. Yeah, as good as Haaland. No, 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 no
big strikers who could mm. run and bully defenders. Now mm. we've got two in the Premier League. Yeah. Mm. Well, it, it was. It, listen, I, I I enjoyed it as much as I could given the circumstances. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Yeah, DJ. Well, uh, Liverpool got the full force, didn't they? They did full the, exactly. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I got a couple of. They were putting out little banners saying we're back on each seat. I've got, got a couple for you. Yeah, yeah I'll bring that. them in. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Stick like them it. up in. Were, your they cro- were they crocheted? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they had. Uh, Crochets in them, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, but, but, but a little mention for former Fulham manager Scotty Parker. Bournemouth yeah. got off to a flyer. No one expected that, did they? Beating Aston Villa two 0 Bournemouth to the bottom of our predictions table. Yeah, weren't they? So, so we'll very, very good start. For very, uh, very un Bournemouth Premier League performance. I thought. Mm. I thought it was very. They were very efficient, and they're, they're, none of the frills that we kind of associate with the Eddie Howe Bournemouth. Sure, were, yeah. they're actually quite engaging back and forth this felt like they were they're going to gut, guts out a few games this season aren't they well yeah that, I mean that would be a few Parker. wins rather yeah. Parker, Parker yeah Parker he's, he's, has he earned his stripes you know there's little stripes on his suit Awful. Where are you going with that? Awful. Yeah. Well, Fish has got opinion. No, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, the jacket's awful. Oh, I thought you meant your point was awful. No. I just feel, <laughs> like, if, I just feel like if you have to explain it, I mean, what's the point? Well, I think people know, don't they? Um, will Kiefer Moore get more headed goals than Mitrovic this season? No. Okay. No. That was a nice header there. That's what we want from Kiefer. Yeah, but it, uh, come on. How many goals is Kiefer Moore going to score? <laughs> well, he's already up oh, he's right, got the it? same physical profile as Erling Haaland. Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Erling Haaland picks his teeth with Kiefer Moore. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Moore's only one behind him in the scoring. Oh, that's Patreon content. That's yeah. right. <laughs> um, gentlemen, let's move on to Southampton uh, losing 4-1 away to Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, a bit more like it, Luke Moore. This is like a conversational calamine lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Rub that all over me, baby. It's <laughs> what we like. Oh, dear. Your man Ward-Prowse obviously opened the scoring. but yeah. uh, Spurs, Did that fall of Pompey. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, Spurs... Uh, His family weren't watching. <laughs> no, they're, at, they're at fucking Portsmouth nil, Lincoln nil. Yeah. The <laughs> Danny Cowley derby. Handy Is it possible to be less interested in that? Because <laughs> I'm a Portsmouth and fan. That's I'm him saying, saying that. Yeah, I know, I know. But Kulisevsky, though, um, at Bishop, she talked to me about him there. He's still only 22. That type of performance he put in suggests that, I mean, if he carries on like that, he'll be one of the players of the season. Well, I mean, that, that wasn't his best performance for Spurs, mm. the best performance this year. I would say that he was one of the best signings for the second half of the season. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, the Man City game I'm thinking of is yeah. where he, you know, Spurs so, saw very little of the ball, yet he contributed to, you know, the couple of their goals and was also just like so back and forth as well. I thought when he started at Spurs at the start of the year that he was a, he was a bit more of a running man. And I think as you know, the, as last season came to its end, you saw that there's so much quality there to work with. And Bentacore as well had a real quiet, mm. a quality quiet game. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like, quietly you know, excellent. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I feel like he he's been having quite a few of those. I'd say he's probably more underrated than than Kulusevski. Mm. Um, but he's, he plays in the type of position where you can much more likely be underrated. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he, but yeah, they're um, they're really interesting, aren't they? Because you look at the signings they've made. And it feels like they were previous Spurs splurges have been either with a focus on young talent mm-hmm. or established talent. Mm-hmm. And this feels like a bit of a mix, yeah. doesn't it? Because you've got Jed Spence at one end of the spectrum yeah. and then you've got Perisic. Mm-hmm. And it's a Conte effect, isn't it? Yeah, and it's yeah, going to be I, I, really I, interesting I, to see how they pan out. I season. felt Vish, like, oh, I think we said this at the time, and I think a lot of people felt that it's a coming together. They're either going to get it Conte's way or they're going to get it Levy's way. And it's come to the point now where Levy's realised that actually... The end of the road is in sight. Yeah, I keep uh-huh. seeing off these managers by not yes. giving them what they need. So Conte's won out clearly. Conte, but, them getting Conte, and I know it's a while ago now, but yeah. it was so crucial. But I, but I do I do think, and I know I know people don't you know, necessarily take anything I say about Southampton seriously, and that's fair enough. But you are playing at home against a team who a lot of people think will really struggle this year. 
and they didn't look great bar the kind of the first goal. Um, so look, I'm not going to say let's see what they do against a good team, Spurs, but we have got to bear a bit of that in mind because there's going to be far, far bigger challenges to come than there are than they had on the weekend. Yeah, um, I, and do you think this would be quite depressing for Arsenal fans? Well, not depressing. That's the right word. But Arsenal have made some good signings. Looking, you know, they've made a good start. We stuck, we stuck the boot into them on Friday. Well, you and we? Andy did stick. Well, that's more Andy in. that one, but he's not even turned up to defend uh, himself. Yeah, oh, I've but... moved up to North. I can't come in. <laughs> Pathetic. Well, I think that um, you know it was a great win for Arsenal, of course, but the way Spurs have, you know, their signings and the way they start the season, it's they again that f- third or fourth spot. Well, it's, it's, it's go on, go on, fish. I, I, I don't. You, you're saying they'll be a bit pissed off about that. I don't think so at all. I think we're. It feels like we're on the cusp of probably the highest quality North London derby right, era. Okay, certainly in the Premier League, of course, okay. um, because I, I think they're driving each other now. Right. I think bear in mind Spur, how Spurs got the Champions League spot last mm-hmm, season mm-hmm. was basically focusing on Arsenal all the way through, yep. going right up to that North, that second North London derby game. Maybe the photographer wasn't there to give a speech and, <laughs> <laughs> and beating them. Yeah. And I feel like Arsenal's Summer has been basically off the back of that. He's doing all of them now. Yeah, oh, he's, yeah. Doing every, he's doing all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's devolved. Because, look, look, give, um, me, give me the wide lens. <laughs> you, you, you go yeah, there. yeah, I'll take a good photo. It's easy. Yeah. Um, I've got a phone and everything. Everyone's got an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. um, I, 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 I'm already regretting um, putting Chelsea in my top four ahead of Arsenal because I think what Arsenal are doing is a lot more coherent than what Chelsea's doing. Mm, I'm great. not just basing it on the opening results because like, obviously that would be too too reactive. But They went easy on Frank. Well, I, I also think Chelsea are a little bit incoherent with their transfer policy of what they're doing. I, I, I fear for them in a way and I think it's easy to, to miss out on top four with mm. that kind of stuff going on because the standard is so high. Arsenal, for all their faults, the thing about Arsenal is if they come fifth or sixth this season mm-hmm. and they see it as a failure, they'll be failing on their own terms. Yep. It'll be a coherent plan. They'll yep. go after it and they'll either you know, drop short or they won't. But mm. everyone will know what they're trying to do. Yep. And I don't think you necessarily say that about Chelsea. Well, you think Newcastle are going to be up there, don't you? Yeah. I think Newcastle have got a really solid base uh, and they they, were, they look pretty good against Nottingham Forest. And, I, and I'm, I'm quite positive about Forest this season as well. So oh, yeah. it goes to show you. Vish, your brother's a Newcastle fan. Isn't he, he is, yes. Must be delighted with that. And what a banger from uh, one of the Premier League's most handsome men, Fabian Cher. Yeah, yeah. I was going to... Um, so my brother does this thing where he sends me voice notes every time Manchester United concede. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, a great, it's a great commitment. It's lovely that. Yeah, yeah. I've forwarded a few, well, of them, uh, a few of them in the group. Maybe we can get them on your fucking little soundboard. In the <laughs> Perhaps when he started doing that, he, he didn't realise what the future would hold. Is that yeah, he's I'm committed gonna, to the bit now. Yeah, yeah. I've been so many shit for this long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he simply sent me a message at 1am on Saturday. Right. So it was Sunday morning. Still pissed. Simply saying, War Eddie's mags, mate. Yeah, I forwarded it immediately to Pete, who was also out on the piss, yeah, possibly with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, what about, that, what about, sides, what about yeah. that Nottingham Forest uh, corner routine? What's that? About? The, the thing that annoys me about that is, yeah. is that you, you spend a lot of time bigging up Steve Cooper, talking yeah. about how great a coach he is, yeah, and how interesting that. he is, and then and that's how he just chooses to represent himself. <laughs> I did, I did think, as exciting as it was, if you're pulling the cord on a stunt like that in the first game of the season... Yeah, it's worrying. Yeah, come yeah. on. Uh-huh. I, yeah, lovely. I mean, that, uh, it's good. I, do, do you know what? What sort of excitement there was among those Newcastle fans ahead of kickoff as well. Mm. You know, All yeah. because Eddie Howe signed a new long-term contract on Friday afternoon just after Pete predicted his uh, resignation. No, that, that was astonishing. That, I mean, Pete, yeah. Pete said that he thought... On, on the show, Pete said, yeah. Eddie's done a lot of research into the Saudi Arabian thing... And therefore, I assume he's going to resign. When I left the studio, yeah. 
I went and did some things. When I eventually got around to looking at Instagram, mm. the first thing I saw was Eddie Howe new contract. Eddie, Eddie couldn't <laughs> sign it quick enough. No, he couldn't After, believe his luck. He, he did. Uh, he did a Franz Beckenbauer esque uh, uh, research into it. Pulled a pen out of his sock. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I haven't seen anything wrong. Pascal Chimbonda. Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Um, I tell you what, though, you boys. You mean we've talked about Fulham and Arsenal? He's had a bit of a shocker on the preview show, of course. Yeah. But you did talk about Fabian Scher, who Andy said probably wouldn't start, but then you know. I said to him that he would start. I've been a big yeah. fan of Fabian Scher for a long time. Well, you remember that goal he scored against whoever it was when he recreated it against Forest. Yeah, exactly, exactly the same <laughs> goal. Yeah. But that's that's how you got to stop him. Just don't let him shoot from there. That's the only goal he can shoot From just there. <laughs> yeah. like a bloke standing there, a whole game. <laughs> He's offside, I don't care. Yeah, if Cher's not even started anymore. You know like when people try and like save um, parking spots with their recycling bin? Yeah, <laughs> just put a cone there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me uh, gentlemen just quickly Leeds United got their season off to a good start beating Wolves 2-1 at home I was surprised I think Leeds might struggle this season we shall see obviously they've lost um, you know key players but they've uh, got some sound replacements in there though yeah I think I didn't really give that enough credit yeah. to be honest and also Bamford back that was a yeah. good reminder that, oh yeah you're going to get you like more than what you got from yeah. him last season totally yeah yeah, yeah. I did quite um, enjoy Jesse Marsh uh, clashing with uh, Bruno Large uh, obviously Wolves manager at full time Whilst I predict a riot was being played in the stadium, what did he say? He said he, he said he said so. Bruno Large said that Jesse Marsh said some things that you cannot say. Yeah, he says. That did he call are, it soccer? There are, <laughs> there, there are some things you cannot say, and if that guy says the S word once more, <laughs> I'll have him. Jesse Marsh said it's normal. I respect Bruno a lot. He does a great job with his team, and there's no yeah. problem. Well, he would say. I, I, I wondered to myself. Jesse Marsh, if it comes across very nice about very good sort of PR, he would. He'd be a good politician. And I think that Marsh has got a lot to work with there because Large has got quite a big chin. Oh, you so reckon he, he would... I reckon he could pop him, have a pop. And, <laughs> and uh, still oh, maintain speak his distance. Of, speak <laughs> of that, speaking of that, at Fulham, I actually, this is, I actually brushed past Alan Pardew. Did you? Yeah. All right. Did you think about hitting him in the chin? Moving from one what? room to another you, and I saw parts coming out. Did you get a little whiff of the, of the cologne? He, smelled, did, he actually smelled quite nice. Yeah, I bet he did, yeah. yeah. And he did, the, not, telling Which me, Which links though, has he gone for these days? <laughs> yeah, I think it's voodoo. <laughs> He was, he was definitely voodoo or ja, possibly Java. I didn't know an Atlantis man. No, nah, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, okay, carry yeah. on. Uh, he actually gets a more European fragrance these days. Oh, does uh, he? Okay. Axe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's taking it continental. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I didn't. Let, this is all I've got to report. He didn't. Um, he didn't overtly let me out into the room before he left. He right, just walked straight past. Yeah. Um, and then he was off. I think he heard that I was turning up, so he just went. Yeah, we've a bit of a shame, but there we go. There we are. So he would have probably stuck the bonts on Bruno Large, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Uh, I'd like to finish with this uh, from uh, Dave Burgess and loads of other listeners got in touch on Twitter to inform us about some, uh, quite frankly, iconic refereeing in League One during Accrington Stanley's one oh, win over Shrewsbury. I saw Town. this. This is absolutely brilliant. It is. Uh, Tom Flanagan was sent off in the 57th minute when he received two yellow cards in a matter of seconds and he wasn't left in any doubt as to why the referee could clearly be saying uh, clearly be seen saying that's one yellow for the push second for descent and that's a red see you later <laughs> it's lovely stuff off your pop but if you look at him he's actually, he actually says one yellow for the push second yeah. yellow for descent and then he says mm. and that one's a red yeah. see you later I like to think because yeah. you can't actually hear it he went and that one's a red yeah. <laughs> see you later <laughs> And you could see why uh, players don't overtly seem to consistently respect referees. No, but I don't mind that because the referee, no doubt, as all referees would have done, yes, some of them are prats, but he would have taken a lot of flack and a lot of stick from the players throughout the game. And I just think when he's got a moment, he kind of goes, 
that you are going to get sent off for that descent, and I'm going to really enjoy this. This yeah, is my moment yeah. to answer back. But I, I just kind of think if you if you are in I don't know if you're kind of some kind of like you're calling up some kind of government department, right? Okay. And you're making the complaint or you need some help with something. Mm. I just think they should be so straight and so professional about it. Yeah, but they are human beings, Luke Moore, as they tell us. Yeah, you know. I just think that maybe this referee is a bit too much too much of a human being. <laughs> Maybe you should be less of one and be a little bit more robotic. Oh, don't start with a robot. I, I, I think I think referees like have a bit of the George Costanza complex from Steinfeld, where yeah. they think of a comeback on their drive home. They're definitely, like, Fuck, yeah. I should have said that. I told you, so story, I don't mind that. I told you a story. My friend told me about Mike Riley when he was refereeing, where apparently he was getting pissed off with the player the whole time, and and, and this player was basically cruising for a, a red card. And also, they, they they referee these players all the time. They know him. I, I guess that. Yeah. So anyway, so. Mike Riley was going to send this guy off, right? <laughs> and he goes right over to the other side of the pitch from the tunnel and says, and you can see the guy, um, my friend said, you can see Mike Riley going, come here, come here, come here, come here. It makes him walk all the way over the other side of the touchline. goes, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, red. <laughs> <laughs> and makes the yes. guy walk all the way back over uh, the other side again. Yeah. And then he was in charge of referees for quite a long time. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the example that's being set there. I, just, I, I can't blame referees that much because, again, all the crap they take. Yeah. So sometimes they answer back. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm here for it. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Mike Dean said, chillax? That was good as well. That was very good. Off your pop was his best one. Yeah, off your pop. Uh, Showfootballramble.com or tweet us at Ramble if you've uh, seen any uh, that uh, any of that kind of nonsense. There we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. We'll be back tomorrow with the first episode of The Drop-In with Kate Mason. See you later. <laughs> Thank you, Luke Ball. See you later. Thank you, Vatushin. Off I pop. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.